You are listening to Heal Yeah with Colleen Ziegler, produced by the Lighter Side Network. Visit thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes and podcasts exploring wholeness living, trance channeling, energy work, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heal Yeah podcast. I am your host, Colleen Ziegler, and today I have Don Myers in the studio. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you, Colleen. Don is a good friend of mine, and she is also a mother and a pranic healer and a pranic healing instructor mm-hmm. and a life coach. Yes. That's quite the <laughs> credentials you have there. Yes, thank you. Um, you can find Don at Don Healer Coach to book sessions, life coaching sessions, and pranic healing sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the amazing things that Dawn does is that she incorporates both of them into one session, which I love. Do you know anyone else doing that? I don't. I don't either. I don't. I, and knowing what I know about pranic healing, it's so beautiful to have this life coaching session and then to have pranic healing afterwards. Mm-hmm. I love it. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about pranic healing? Of course. Pranic healing is a, it's an energy system of healing created by Master Choa Kaksui, and it's a no-touch energy healing system. It works on the physical, emotional, or psychological body. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I didn't meet Dawn through pranic healing, but pranic healing, I think, is what really kind of brought us together mm-hmm. long term. Um, I met Don seven years ago. When did we meet? I think it was about eight years ago. Eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working at a health food store and I, Don was one of the customers and we just really got along. Mm-hmm. We got along. And I think that maybe we exchanged phone numbers or maybe just started going to the same meditation together. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go to the Twin Hearts Meditation here at the Center for Love and Light. And it that point in my life, and even now, but that point in my life specifically, that Twin Hearts Meditation was so transformative for mm-hmm. me. It, it was just every Tuesday night, just Twin Hearts, every mm-hmm. Tuesday night. And it was a big, big part of my healing journey. And oh, yeah, I can't speak sure. for you, but I will speak for you and say, I know it was part... <laughs> part for you too. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the Twin Hearts Meditation. So the Twin Hearts Meditation, it it's only a 20-minute guided meditation by Master Choa. And the meditation is so powerful. It's so transformative. And it's just 20 minutes. Like it's not a huge commitment, but I, I practice this meditation every single day. And I've been doing it since we started mm-hmm. <laughs> eight years ago. Um, the meditation, it, you know, it's guided and and Master Choa walks you through this process of focusing on the heart, focusing on the crown, and then we bless Mother Earth. And it's, it's such a beautiful act of compassion to Mm -hmm. bless this planet that we live on. And by activating our heart and by activating our crown, when we do this regularly and we share these, these feelings of healing and compassion with the whole earth it actually activates and opens our heart and our crown. So when we do this often, you know, if we do it weekly, if we do it daily, 
our heart begins to open and stay open and we start to function from our heart. We start to function from our crown. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful healing meditation that we not only give to the earth, but we also receive all of mm-hmm. those blessings as well. It is beautiful. It is. It really is. If I would get, for our listeners, I would get on Google, <laughs> Google Twin Hearts Meditation and, and see if there's a group near you. I know if you're here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Pranic Healing Center is a beautiful place mm-hmm. to be. You can see Dawn there. Absolutely. On every a regular Sunday. basis, every <laughs> Sunday, every Sunday. Um, and you're also doing uh, classes all over the East Coast. Is that right? Uh, you're doing pranic healing classes all yes, over the East Coast. I'm a pranic healing instructor. I teach the basic course, which is kind of the foundation of pranic healing. So the system that can heal the energy body, you can learn how to do this just in, in one weekend. You learn how to uh, feel energy. You learn how to heal the physical body. So if you are interested in learning more about pranic healing or taking a pranic healing class from Dawn, you can head over to atlpranichealing.com and that's the Atlanta Pranic Healing Center. Mm-hmm. And that will have upcoming classes. Yeah. As well as meditations. Meditations. Events. And we have events, lectures. There's so much going on. At and even classes that are not in Atlanta will still be advertised. If one of our instructors are teaching them. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about yourself and about your journey uh, and, and how you really decided to make pranic healing a large part of your life, you know, to be an instructor and, and to really put yourself out there. Uh, let us know how that happened. Sure. I found pranic healing, you know, eight years ago when, when we met and I was really struggling with tremendous anxiety and I had anxiety as long as I could remember. It's just this like heightened state of, of anxiety, of fear, of, of panic. I would even have panic attacks where I'd have trouble breathing and I would try anything and everything that came across my path to try to ease this overwhelming uh, emotional state. And things would help a little bit, and then it would come back. Mm -hmm. And then I would try this, and it would help, (laughs) and then it would come back. And it was always this temporary, um, like, relief. I'd catch my breath, and then I would go back into it. And it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's so exhausting. Anxiety is exhausting. It It controls your life. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were, I mean, I would say it was pretty severe. Like I would wake up sometimes and right away have a panic attack where I couldn't breathe. Mm. And it's like, I got to a point where I would wake up and it was like the tear would come down my face. Like, how am I going to do this? Like mm. nothing is happening. There's no triggers. Yeah. People would suggest like, oh, I know this natural doctor in Florida. I would get in the car and go. I was going to say, <laughs> I know the listeners don't know you as well as I do. But Dawn researches, and she reads, and she's so smart and so knowledgeable, and she knows so much about nutrition and herbs and everything. And so I have no doubt in my mind that when you put your mind to it Mm -hmm. and you drove to Florida to see that doctor, you did everything he or she said. I did. Yeah. I really did. And I always ate healthy. I always exercised. Like, I took care of myself, and I wanted to heal. I desperately wanted to be this this happy person. I wanted to be a good influence on everyone around me. And 
positively impact as many people as I could, but yet I was so heavy with this anxiety and fear that it was hard to show up that way. But even you saying that is really beautiful, to know that you had that kind of anxiety, but you still wanted to show up in the world that way. Yeah. That's huge. It is. It's a big deal. I think, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there on this path of healing. And I have to say, I think it takes a strong will. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes life can can bring on these experiences that are big and heavy and hard. And as healers, we're sensitive, mm-hmm. you know? And when this world is so challenging, it's like we need that strong will that I do want to heal. I do want to show up. And despite what's in my path, that I will be able to overcome that and surpass it and to use that as as kind of the platform to grow into the person that I really Mm. want to become. So So true. I always felt that. I really did. I felt it in my heart. And I think a lot of it is my family. I'm so grateful. My family always loved me so deeply and believed that I could do anything. You know, so I had that faith in me of like, wait a minute, I have all this fear and anxiety. Like, I'm supposed to be able to accomplish great things and do great things. And you have. And And you have. (laughs) It's been a journey. Yes. It's been a journey. Yeah. So... When I found pranic healing, I was I was really so grateful because something I felt a click, like something really resonated with me. I loved this the meditation on twin hearts, this idea of getting outside my head, of blessing the earth. You know, I wasn't I would go to doctors and healers and all these things and it was always about like I have a problem, please fix me. Mm-hmm. Like I was broken or damaged, mm-hmm. which is giving your power away away and to other people absolutely not not it's never i can heal myself mm-hmm. i can fix myself but i'm going to always give that job to someone else yep and then when it would come back a few weeks later i would feel this like you know bitterness it didn't work mm-hmm. you know i'm still broken yeah you know and it's this heavy defeated feeling which ultimately and i can't speak for you but but listening to you it makes it sound like it would be even more defeating even more a time to kind of beat yourself up a little bit and go, well, that didn't work and that didn't work. I'm a, I must be hopeless. I must be, yeah. you know, I don't want to put words into your mouth. I'm just mm-hmm. also speaking from personal experience. <laughs> you yeah. know, I've had the anxiety and, and yeah. felt that way. And, and by no means is your journey mine and my journey yours. But um, when those things don't work, when you do eat right and you do exercise and you, and you start doing all those things and it's still not working, it, it, you feel so defeated. Yeah. You feel really defeated. Well, you know, I feel like that that sense of defeat and that sense of hopelessness, it's like darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like we don't understand what's going on and we're overwhelmed and life is bigger than we are. And what I really am so grateful to Master Choa and all of his teachings in pranic healing is that it turned the lights on to my life. Mm-hmm. That the things that seem overwhelming, that seem impossible. It, it It's not. I could understand it in a way that I could never understand before. And I did the meditation on Twin Hearts for quite a while. And then when I took my first class, that's when the lights went on. And I was like, oh, like I had been trying to figure something mm-hmm. out, but I wasn't seeing it clearly. And suddenly with that clarity, I quickly took as many classes <laughs> as I could, like right in a row. <laughs> 
Dawn's taken a lot of classes, classes. which is so inspiring. It really is. But she knows her stuff. I mean, I'm sitting across from someone who knows pranic healing, can talk about pranic healing, and is just a really beautiful example of what all that is and and what it encompasses. I mean, you walk your talk, and it's really beautiful to see. Thank you. My path of healing, you know, I'm so grateful, so deeply grateful to have experienced the deep transformative healing that I have, that my life's work is really a reflection of that gratitude mm-hmm. because I, I hold it so dearly in my heart. I love going to classes. I still go to as many classes as I can because it's it resonates so deeply with, you know, not just this physical aspect of life, but that emotional deeper aspect of spiritually who I am and allowing that to grow Mm -hmm. and infuse that into this human experience has become one of my deepest passions. Yeah. And it shows, it shows. Um, so I wanted to say something real quick, just for our listeners and for anyone who's out there thinking, you know, I really have tried everything and I've, I've even tried that meditation stuff, (laughs) you know, and I've even tried some of that energy healing and, I just want to speak a little bit from my own personal experience, and then you can share whatever you want to share with that. But when I first started doing the Twin Hearts Meditation, it was really hard. Mm. It was really hard, and it was really beautiful, and I always felt good afterwards. But it was at a very challenging point in my life that when we would go through that silent period, you know, think of a happy thought. I would Mm -hmm. would have a hard time thinking of a happy thought, which is really sad to say, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just like, what am I doing? But I persevered and I, and I kept going to meditation. I want to present to everyone out there that, you know, when you get on a journey of self-discovery and of self-healing, it's not always easy. You know, it can be really beautiful during it. And, you know, I I will never say at the end of it because I don't think we get to the end. Um, but it, you know, did you have any of that kind of stuff with the twin hearts? Did you go through that? I did for sure. Just yeah. because, you know, anxiety, fear, panic, those are overwhelming. And then all of a sudden, you and know. I think you're accessing new parts of your brain. Through Is meditation? that true? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe bringing them out. I don't know. There's something that it gets in and I don't, I don't know the science of it. I wish yeah. I did. Well, when we meditate, you know, we're introducing new frequencies. Into That's the what brain. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah. I did experience some struggles. Um, you know, I think the path of healing is similar to the path of life. Mm-hmm. We have an expectation that like, <laughs> it's the expectation that it should be easy. Yes. Life should be easy. Yeah. Healing should be easy. Yeah. But it's really not the case. <laughs> I heard the word expectation. I want to share one of my favorite quotes, and it's actually from Don Myers. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking on the phone one day and we were talking about grief. We were talking about grief and you said, grief is the morning of expectation. Mm. And I think that, and I'm saying morning, M-O-U, like Mm -hmm. morning, um, you know, and that can be taken to all areas of our lives. You know, we can be grieving over a job we lost. We can be grieving over, uh, you know, a death of a loved one. We can be Mm -hmm. grieving over, um, you know, separating from someone that we love, all of those things. And it's interesting because it's all about that expectation. It's all about something that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Yeah. And in today's world, you know, we do have this 
you know, I think it's because of like a lot of the media and things like mm -hmm. this, we have this expectation of like a happy life looks a certain way. Yes. But I think it's really more about authenticity. Absolutely. It's, it's connecting to that depth within ourselves and being authentic, being real. And, you know, my my life going up before pranic healing, you know, I said it's really the love and support of my family. I knew I would be able to persevere. Mm -hmm. And now on this spiritual path, pranic healing has such a strong community of people that is so loving mm -hmm. and so supportive. So as we grow, as we journey forward, it's not that life suddenly becomes easy and all of your problems disappear. It's just not true. Yeah. Life continues That's to inevitable. happen. That's <laughs> inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> But we, we tap into this authenticity of who we are. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a community that honors that and supports that and sees you in that authentic state of whatever it is you're going through, mm -hmm. I believe that's true transformation because you connect at that deep level. You honor each other. You love mm -hmm. each other. You support each other. And you bloom. That's so true. Yeah. There, is, there is nothing like having a community... And I, I was going to use the word of like-minded people, but mm -hmm. it's just a community of support. Yeah. You know, you can all think differently, <laughs> yeah. but you all love each other and support each other so well. And that, that itself is so healing mm -hmm. to, to have that kind of, you know, community support, friendships, you know, yeah. you're kind of like, well, I can do anything. Yeah. I texted all of my neighbor ladies last night and was like, I start my podcast tomorrow. So this is podcast number two uh -huh. <laughs> of Heal Yeah. Dawn is, um, and I recorded my first one before this. So it is my very first day mm -hmm. of recording podcasts and just their sweet texts back to me. I'm just like, I got this. You got this. You know, like yeah. I got this. And mm -hmm. it was so, it's so simple, but, but so supportive and sweet. Yeah, it absolutely, you know, it's, I think right now, a lot of people are experiencing this journey of healing, this experience of moving forward, connecting mm -hmm. with themselves, becoming more authentic. But it's the acts of compassion that's what connects us. And it's one of the things that I think is so important on our journey, whether we're doing it solo or in a group. It's that act of extending mm -hmm. to other people love, support understanding. It's one of the things that I love about you, Colleen, is like oh. anytime we talk or over the years or whenever, it's like there's there's space, there's authenticity, there's compassion, there's no judgment, there's yeah. no and it's I think it's a reason that we've always stayed really good friends. Yeah, and I feel exactly the same yeah. way about you because I feel like I can be having a crazy, crazy day and I can call Dawn and she will just listen to me. <laughs> well, it's not so much about what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. It's the reaction that you're having as a human being. Yes. And it's one more thing I just want to add. Mm -hmm. It's just the act of being heard. Yeah. It's just being, being heard. Seen. Like I feel my hormones are raging. I feel crazy. My child's getting on my nerves. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it's amazing how just the act of being heard from another human being mm -hmm. can make everything feel a lot better, Absolutely. a lot better. Because I think when we're feeling that way and, and we don't, I mean, also self-compassion, that's a whole nother, mm -hmm. that's a whole nother show, <laughs> but having compassion for someone else really does kind of trigger that self-compassion within you. Absolutely. It's, you know, I think that's a big part of my journey and why I have so much love for pranic healing is, you know, the process of healing is not so much about 
being healed, Mm -hmm. but it's about becoming the person that you really want to be. Yeah. And that's, pranic healing gave me that rich soil Mm -hmm. to bloom into who I really feel the most comfortable and confident in my authenticity of who I really am. And a lot of that was offering healing to others, Mm -hmm. you know, the humbleness of like, I need to be healed. Can you please help me? And that's the grace of the process is that I always felt like my anxiety, my fear, my panic was bigger than me. Pranic healing helped me through healing to make it manageable so that I could I had, a, I had a fighting chance, you know, I could move forward and it wasn't so overwhelming. But then you, there's this process of, that as you begin to heal and get stronger, it's this natural um, opening of the heart that I want to help other mm-hmm. people who are experiencing that. I have so much compassion for people who have anxiety and this fear and panic because I know what it's like. So it's like, yes, of course, let's do healing, you know? And it's that act of giving, not only just receiving, Mm -hmm. that I think creates the most stable growth because it's not lopsided. Yeah. You're receiving, but you're also giving. So you grow. And there's that deep sense of appreciation of, you know, thank you for showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, not just thank you for coming to me because I'm a pranic healer, but thank you for being vulnerable. Yes. And showing up for yourself in this way. That is such a huge gift that we can give to ourselves and to Mm -hmm. our community and to the people who surround us is just, you know, recognizing within ourselves. We talked about this in podcasts we recorded earlier is that we have to put on our our own oxygen masks before we can put them on others. Like we just, it's, I know it's going to be a common theme that keeps coming up, but when you show up for yourself and you go get the energy healing and you go to therapy or you go to the life coach and you do all of those things, you're, you're healing yourself, but you're healing generations, Mm -hmm. you know, really. Yeah. As we heal, as we grow, as we become more connected to that, uh, our hearts, you know, who we are, every word we speak, Mm -hmm. every action we do, everything that we do in life, like our work, our family, everything is infused with that vibration of who we are. Mm. So as we heal, we grow, our vibration increases. It touches every single aspect of our life. Yeah. It's everything. It's powerful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. So what kind of advice would you have for our listeners who really want to step into their power, into their authentic truth, and and really be who they want to be and and how they want to show up in this world? Because I think that's a common thread that I see a lot is like, what's my life purpose? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I find what, what, um, I I don't know how to word that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what, with coaching, a lot of people come and they have all of these external issues Mm -hmm. in their life. Like I'm unhappy with my job, with my relationship, with all of these external aspects of their life. But what I, what I hear, what I see is that they're really longing to connect with who they are. Mm -hmm. They've lost that connection to the depths of who they are. So I use that time 
to help them bridge and to connect with that mm -hmm. authenticity. And then what's beautiful about adding the healing aspect is sometimes people really feel stuck. Mm -hmm. Like they really feel stuck in the issues, the problems, this external world. Well, we've had a lot of mind training. I don't really want to use that word, but, yeah. but we have. We've mm -hmm. had a lot of just over the years, you know, whether it's when we're kids, we're told certain things and then adults or we just, or religion, you know, not to put down religion, but there's so many, uh, external influences within us that just get our brains. Like it really well, creates this hard layer that's hard to break through. It's similar to what you were saying before about giving our power away mm -hmm. because we've, we've, almost been conditioned to give our power away to this physical world. You know, I, one of the greatest blessings of my path of healing is our Hatha yoga. It's, it's pranic healing has two arms. One is pranic healing and, and that's the path of healing. Mm -hmm. But then our Hatha yoga is more about spiritual growth. And it's definitely one of the most profound blessings in my life, my Arhatic practice. So this idea of you know, giving our power away to this physical world around mm -hmm. us. It's just what we're used to. You know, it's everything. It's whether it's programming or conditioning. It's just it's kind of how life unfolds. But I do think people experience a shift in their life where all of a sudden they realize the external world is not providing all the needs that they have, mm -hmm. that they're craving for meaning, they're craving for yeah. purpose, they're craving for more in their life. And I believe that's part of the spiritual awakening that happens in people is they start to look within mm. to see where, you know, what is their purpose? What is the meaning in their life? What is that? So I love like people come to it's me. getting for, rid of that victimhood. Well, instead right? of life happening to me, yes. <laughs> that I have that strength within me. And, you know, I, I am so grateful for our Hadak yoga, um, my spiritual practice, because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't really have time to meditate. You know, it's a, it's a big commitment. It's mm -hmm. a big, you know, to sit in silence. Like I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I have stuff to do in this physical world, right? Like we're in this physical body. We should go exercise and eat healthy. Yeah. But taking that We have time, time to, to prioritize and do anything we want to. Yeah. We can create the time <laughs> yes. if it's important, right? I think people don't always understand mm -hmm. how important it is. But I, I, I try to always, you know, explain it in a way that it's like we're born into this world and we have needs. We have physical needs. Mm -hmm. We need food. We need love, emotional needs. And when we have those needs met, we feel really good. But then, you know, as we get older and we make mistakes and we, those needs aren't met, it's like we shrink. Our energy comes in. And then we get older and we make friends and we have relationships and our energy expands because we feel love and mm -hmm. we feel happy. And then there's like betrayal and hurt and we shrink back down, right? And then we fall in love and it gets big. And then that relationship ends and we get small and it's just like accordion mm -hmm. of our energy expanding and then coming in. So we look around, if our energy is low, we look around and say, who will love me so that I can expand again. Mm. And then when our energy, we're like, we need this person because our energy is so big. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we lose someone and then our energy shrinks. And then we look to food. We look to all these external things to balance this accordion of energy. But what I've experienced in my Arhatic yoga practice is that we connect to our higher self, our higher soul, that depth within us. When we bridge that connection of energy, 
We fill up from a source that does not fluctuate, mm-hmm. that does not change. And when we can tap into that regularly, all of a sudden our energy expands regardless mm-hmm. of what's happening in the physical world. And our energy expands so big and our heart expands so wide that we can be single and still feel <laughs> like we're madly in love. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And then all of a sudden we can walk through life and we have this cushion of I'm energy. picturing just like this big balloon. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like sometimes <laughs> like, I think of like I just, big I just pillows look, all I'm looking at Dawn yeah. right now and she's just beaming and she's so focused and her arms are going up. <laughs> And she's creating this balloon around her, and I, I, I really see it. There's a, there's that Disney movie, and I can't think of what it is, but that like Michelin man looking man, like the, I can't think of. It's like spiritual. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's like a spiritual bodysuit. It is, it, yeah. and you know what? That cushion allows us to walk through life and to experience hardships, but it doesn't hit us so hard mm-hmm. because we have that love within us regardless of what happens in the physical world. We have that emotional stability regardless of what happens in the physical world so that we can actually move through, grow through our challenges because we have all of this inside. We're not Mm. so dependent upon the ebbing and flowing of the physical world. Which is such a beautiful place to get to, Yeah, really. I mean, to sit there and to feel that type of gratitude and that type of love and that type of beauty Mm -hmm. those are just words coming to mind uh is really such a beautiful thing before we started recording the podcast don and i did a little invocation Mm -hmm. which was very sweet and i wish that we would have recorded it (laughs) but but in it you said something so powerful it's just the gratitude to have a story that needs to be healed yeah that's a really big deal because switching that to gratitude rather than going this happened to me and then and then this happened to me and and then this person did this and mm-hmm. this person and and it's it's so much it's so much i don't even know how sometimes as humans we can handle it all <laughs> it <is laughs> without some of these tools Support. um i really i really don't know but yeah. but to have that story that needs to be healed or those stories you know, I'll add a plural on there because I know there's <laughs> plenty of stuff that happens in our lives. Yeah. You, Don and I both have lived <laughs> our lives. <laughs> I won't go into details right now on the podcast, but, but we have. And, um, you know, we both have powerful stories that have brought us into, you know, the world of pranic healing. Yeah. Well, you know, it is that sense of gratitude for, for the good and what we've perceived as not so good yes. is powerful. And, you know, I had shared a little bit about my struggles with anxiety and panic and fear. And I would wake up in the morning and, you know, I would feel it right away. And now, literally every day I wake up and before I get out of bed, I invoke for my day. Mm-hmm. And what we did before this session of, you know, I have my story for a reason, and my ability to share that and help other people mm-hmm. heal is my greatest gift. Yes. It's the greatest gift because this is the life that I have, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, it's the life that I have. It's why we're sitting here right now yeah. doing this. Absolutely. It truly is is just an outlet for for our stories and for our voices. I think that you know, sharing our story is one of the most important things that we can do, not only for ourselves, um, but for 
all of those people out there that may be sitting in silence with theirs. Yeah. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of there guilt. Is. Yes. You know, we live very isolated lives in our homes. We don't have that strong sense of community and we fear that opening up that will be judged, mm-hmm. that will be ridiculed, you know? And I think it keeps I that keeps the trauma embedded in the system. Mm. And you know, it's like I, I read something about compounded trauma that if something traumatic happens and we don't fully heal and process it and then something else happens these start to compound yes and it's like our we've all experienced that right i mean if you're the least bit sensitive yes life can be traumatic (laughs) it's you know what what that compounded trauma i've never heard that term but it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. because we've know that we've all been in a situation of something you know, this anxiety comes up because something is due or I I don't know, making up a story. But then all of a sudden, all that anxiety, you're thinking about something that happened in your childhood. And it's that compounded trauma. That's like, so as soon as like, why is this affecting me so deeply? Yes. Yeah. And we don't understand it, but it's embedded in the system. Exactly. And and I've noticed something major with, with pranic healing in my own life. And that is, I am not triggered as much as I used to be. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say, you know, I don't really like the word trigger, but you know what I mean? Like I used to have stuff that like, oh, I can't, I can't say that because this. And once I realized that that was all just things that needed to be come up and be healed, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, now I can watch that. And now I can, you know, it's, it's interesting. It truly is. Well, I think is. about how, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and have a panic attack without any triggers at all. It was like I had so much compounded emotional turmoil in me that even nothing could happen. Yes. <laughs> and it would set me off. Yeah. And now, you know, it's not that I'm anxiety stress-free because mm-hmm. things affect me. Sure. But when it does, I know what the cause is. I know what, what's, what my trigger is. Mm-hmm. I can, because... And how to address it. Yes. (laughs) And how to address it. Because I have all these amazing tools, but I have clarity. Mm. You know, I have that clarity of, of who I really am. I'm not so clouded by the emotions Mm. that have been, you know, lurking and lingering. (laughs) (laughs) So going back to your morning invocation, Mm -hmm. because I know this, this tiny little invocation that we did before this podcast was so powerful and I felt really supported by it and, mm-hmm. and guided by it. Um, can you give our listeners just a little sampling? <laughs> sure. Because I'm, I'm just picturing in the morning. I mean, how long does it take? Three minutes, four minutes? Yeah, not even. It can be... And as soon as you wake up. It can be very short. It can be, it can be whatever flows from your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a strong connection to my spiritual teacher, Master Choa Kaksui. So I always invoke to him... And But you can invoke to whomever mm-hmm. your spiritual teacher is or whomever that you normally pray to. Sure. But in the morning to just instantly, you know, I remember those years that it was hard to wake up in, in the morning and to feel all those. So I immediately wake up. I'm so grateful that I wake up happy. Like I'm so grateful. Mm. I had insomnia for years. I'm yeah. so grateful to wake up to having slept through the entire night. So instantly I just focus on my heart and I, I just say, thank you, thank you. And I invoke to my teacher, I invoke to Master Chokok Sui, and I really feel that gratitude, like thank you for this path of healing. Thank you for the ability to transform my life. Like thank you for helping me to find that 
peace, that love within myself. Like, thank you that I am now the person that I've always wanted to be. I, I truly, I have so much gratitude. And then I just say, please help me to be an instrument to others. Mm -hmm. If other people need healing or need help, like let my voice, let my actions be, be those of healing and of love. Because even just, you don't have to be a healer mm -hmm. to heal. Oh, not at all. If you just, yeah. if you focus on your heart, if you act from your heart, that's healing. And when you do that with your family and your children and your friends and at work, anyone, if you can be that instrument of love, you are spreading healing in the world. You don't need the title of a healer. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really is. And such a simple thing that we can, we can all do every morning. We all have three minutes when we wake right. up. <laughs> and if we don't, we might need to reevaluate things. <laughs> right. Three minutes. Yep. Three Two minutes. minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for oh, joining thank you, me. Colleen. I'm, I'm so excited that you're here. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about Dawn and sessions with Dawn, you can go to dawnhealercoach.com for more information about her pranic healing and life coach sessions. Highly recommend. I have partook several times. <laughs> <laughs> I am a living example of Dawn's amazingness. Wow. And you can also find her on Instagram at dawnmyershc. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, yep. Don Myers. Don Myers. Yep. And through atlpranichealing.com. Yeah. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you, Colleen. Yeah. This was so much fun. You're such a light in the world, and oh. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so bye, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks, Colleen. The ideas expressed by guests are not necessarily Colleen's personal beliefs. Information received from Hilia is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. See and hear more from Colleen by subscribing to The Lighter Side Network at www.thelightersidenetwork.com. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.